Hello, and welcome to another episode of On The Fly. I'm Sam Hull, and this week's guest is Kelly Reed. Kelly is the Director of Marketing at Revenue River. This week's topic is the state of inbound. Kelly and Eric sat down to discuss the relevance and current state of inbound marketing in our ecosystem today, and how this has changed the way agencies strategize and solve for clients. So without further ado, let's hear from the experts. Here's Eric and Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Are you excited? I'm very excited. All right. I think today we're going to talk about like the state of inbound. Uh, inbound marketing, um, I think the best way to start with this would maybe to go back down like memory lane a little bit. Um, when did you start with Revenue River? I started in 2015. 2015, and I believe in 2015 you started as like an inbound marketer, right? I did, an inbound coordinator. Inbound coordinator. It's another word yeah. for inbound marketer, but I think we also had inbound strategists back then, right? Yep. Because you started as a coordinator, and like, let's talk about, like, help me understand what you did, like what inbound marketing consisted of five short years ago. We did a really standard funnel for clients. So we had awareness, consideration, decision. Mm -hmm. Basically, you would build a piece of premium content for each company and then maybe around different personas. Then you'd do a couple emails to promote them. Um, They'd be gated behind forms on a landing page and then you would just Send them a couple emails, maybe some social posts. Mm-hmm. So awareness, consideration, decision, the pretty prototypical, like awareness offers like an ebook or a white paper. Mm-hmm. And then the consideration piece was usually like a case study, like yep. a PDF case study that you could download behind a form. Yep. So everything was form capture. Yep. Um, we did, we blogged as well, right? Yep. We did a lot of blogging. Social media, just posting pretty much at that point. Yep. Um, okay, so email marketing, content creation, uh, a lot of using tools like HubSpot to build landing pages. We built CTAs that led to landing pages, landing pages yep. with forms on them. And yep. we basically just dumped them into a nurturing workflow. And I think the pretty prototypical funnel action was like this idea that somebody would download a white paper, three days later download a case study, three days later book a consultation, right? Yep, and we'd do some blogs that were maybe around a similar topic to the ebook, put a CTA for the ebook or white paper or something in the blog post and hope that people converted on it. 2015. Yeah. Now, talk to me about how like those strategies have advanced, how they've evolved. Um, talk to me about like sort of what that looks like today and what we do for clients. Is it are we still doing inbound, would you say? We're still doing inbound, but it's a lot different in that we have to be a lot more targeted and consumers' expectations have changed a lot. Um, And really, uh, the big talk is that the funnel's dead and it's now the flywheel where we're not just doing awareness, consideration, decision, but we have to service the entire organization. And it's all centered around the customer or the ideal company that that companies working with mm-hmm. so and the full complete buyer's journey I think you mm-hmm. were getting to is the game can go much f- sort of be beyond the funnel right yep and it's also a lot different for different business models people don't just follow awareness consideration decision there's a lot of steps that happen in between and it really depends on the company and what industry they're in and what kind of product or yeah really customized buying cycles whether it's complex b2b or it's b2c or whatever so those things sort of have have evolved more as as the game has become a little bit different right yeah and i would think that as consumers expectations have changed we've become a lot more um reliant on having like instant access to things so people Mm -hmm. are a lot less 
willing to fill out a form. So we have to get more clever about how we're collecting information or trying to figure out who they are. So things like conversational marketing are becoming really, really big for us. And um, doing a lot of different types of content and different formats. We're not just doing downloadable PDFs now. Um, clients or customers really want video and they really want um, ungated long form content or things that they can just have access to. Killer pages Killer and things pages. of that nature. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So in other words, like a lot of what we did is like ungated everything, right? Yep. So now we're building different, more diverse forms of content and we're ungating it, which means two things to me. First, it means search engines can see it where they couldn't before. Mm -hmm. And second, it means that people get access to that information without having to give up their name and email, right? Yep. The only thing that's tricky about that is then we don't know how to generate leads at the top of the funnel if we're just giving everything away for free. Mm -hmm. But then you can use things like conversational marketing to get them to engage on page while they're viewing that free content, those free resources, mm -hmm. and have you, you got to get a little bit more contextual and a little bit more specific about how you're going to try to prompt them for contact information. And it's also yep. possible, in my opinion, to not worry about uh, uh, getting them to convert on, on top of the funnel content, so to speak. Like it's okay, right, for them just to like enjoy that content without really having to give us anything. Yeah, and if we can ungate a bunch of content and they can get themselves ready to a point where they're ready to contact someone, you're gonna get a lot more qualified leads coming in when they are converting, mm -hmm. asking to talk to you. So we've seen good success, I would say, with that strategy. Less maybe net leads, mm -hmm. but a higher percentage of qualified leads, less yeah. trash in other words. Yeah. Right? I think one of the things we always personally had a problem with is like the majority of the, the, the people that downloaded our, our awareness content weren't didn't actually fit our ideal client profile right they weren't yeah. actual qualified buyers they were students trying to get educated or you know people with a with a side hustle or something like mm -hmm. that right like a lot of people just being out there and scrappy but I, I personally didn't ever see a lot of success from like ideal client types going through that very simple simplified awareness consideration decision um, mm -hmm. it seemed like uh, uh, for us a lot of what we did was ungate sort of like all the way tell the bottom of the funnel right yeah yeah and the other thing with that too is because people don't follow that standard awareness consideration decision you have to get so much smarter with the way that you're segmenting your database and collecting information and how you're enrolling them in sequences and really making things very targeted and customized for them we can't really cast as wide of a net as we used to sure so a little bit more like you think of inbound as like a magnet versus outbound is like a blowhorn and you think of inbound as like fishing with a net and then you think of like ABM strategies as fishing with a spear and it seemed like in 2015 ABM and inbound were two very very different things and I think what you just said is like strategically those are maybe coming a little bit closer together would you say that we like use ABM strategies but still take an inbound approach yeah, we're actually doing a lot more hybrid strategies where we're doing a lot of inbound principles, but we're actually focusing on ABM's campaigns. So figuring out what a company's ideal customer is or those target accounts, and then taking those same inbound principles, but creating very specific content for those types of companies or those accounts that they're trying to go after. And we might run a little bit more outbound approach to them, but everything that we're feeding them is very inbound oriented to try to get them to engage and then come to them wanting to engage. Yeah, going after a very known audience segment 
even though you're still findable, but it's not just like maybe the, in the old days, it was put everything out there and, and, and you know, f they'll, they'll come eventually, right? Mm -hmm. Like uh, really targeting people that we know fit and trying to get them to engage with the types of content we're creating, right? Yeah. Okay, I think you mentioned a couple things there, like a, a, a couple times you mentioned like change of consumer behavior and stuff like that. Yeah. Like how would you sort of crystallize that? What would you say is like, what what's changed in the last five years about pe how people react? I know you mentioned that they're less likely to fill out forms. Um, what else would you say is sort of like trendy there? I mean, I'd say just there's so much information available to them and uh, con consumers are so savvy now that they, if you're not gonna be able to give them value or the information they're looking for, they're gonna be able to find it somewhere else. So you have to be the one that's going to do it best and really know who that customer, ideal customer is and be able to find ways to provide value and top your competitors in that regard. And I'd also say um, consumers, like we talked about earlier, really want instant access to everything. They want someone, yeah. if they're going to make a decision or they have a question, they want to be able to ask that right away and get an answer right away or get something that's going to help them. So. Um, if they don't, if it's too hard to get that on your website or you don't have live chat available or you don't have um, those resources just readily available for them to read, they'll bounce and they'll go elsewhere. Yeah, very good. Instant gratification. Everybody's impatient. Things are happening super fast. Nobody wants to download uh, your content when they can get a competitor's content instantly without having to give their information, right? Oh, we've got some guests <laughs> yeah, on the show. The I see we left the door open upstairs. <laughs> Let the hounds out. Uh, um, okay, so that, that's fantastic. Consumer behavior has really shifted. They have instant access to a massive amount of information. Mm -hmm. So, and in, in, in they're mobile they're on the fly and so behavior is really changing right yep yeah and I'd say before um, when we were gaining content that was really that was a newer thought for people like they they were like yeah I'm down I'm gonna fill out a form and get great content and I really want this but that's just not how it is now and they're not gonna do that because a lot of people will give it to them for free very good very good so it doesn't sound like inbounds dead it sounds like inbound has changed and inbound has evolved. And with consumer behavior evolving, if you're still doing things in a very old school inbound way and you're, and you're struggling to find results, it might be that your strategy needs to evolve as well, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I think outbound is still out and it's not back. Um, so you can do things with inbound and ABM, but nobody's going to respond to your outbound and nobody's going to respond to either old school inbound. Very well said. Very well said. So I think that's really just like a call to action to modernize, right? Yes. Okay, good. So if somebody wanted help with inbound marketing, like who would they turn to in your opinion? Revenue River. Yeah, your team Obviously. particularly? Yeah. Okay, good. You got, a, you got a good team? I got a great team. Great team. Yeah, not good, but great. Yeah. All right. Very good. Thank you, Kelly. You've been a great guest. I appreciate you coming on the fly with me today to spend 10 or 12 minutes talking about uh, the, the state of inbound. Yeah, thank you. All right. See y'all. Okay, folks, and that does it for another episode of On The Fly. Thank you for joining us this week. And as always, if you have any questions about this week's episode, please feel free to reach out to us at 303-945-4341 or visit us online at revenueriver.co. We hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll catch up with you next time on On The Fly.